Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. I hope everything's going well for you today. I'm, I'm getting well, all I'm these a, technical... I'm a, I'm a little tired today, Bill, to be honest with you. I I was planning on having a nice, calm night, going to bed early. Oh, gosh. Here and then we go uh, a friend of mine uh, sent yeah, me a yeah, text yeah. and said, you got to see this uh, new TV program called Citadel. It's a spy uh, miniseries, and it's great. And I thought, oh, yeah, right. So I watched the first episode. It was great. And, and like, I'm into it now. It's got seven episodes this season. I, I saw five yesterday. It's called Binging. I am so, yeah. I'm so hooked in this stupid program. Anyway, but, you know, it's life imitating art. Yeah, you know, I oh, actually. Oh no, no, I'm had sorry. I'm sorry. I got that backwards. It's art imitating life. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. knew what you were trying to say. Thank you. Uh, I knew when that person sent it to you. <clears throat> yes, uh, that you would probably sit there and tell me that you binge watched the day. Uh, well, you know, I thought should I watch the whole thing? But I'll be up till like two o'clock in the morning, and then I have to get up at five thirty now. So you're up till what? So, yeah, I was up. I was up till about <laughs> midnight, and then I said, uh, oh, I, "I gotta shit. stop. I gotta stop now." But it was really good. If you haven't seen it, Citadel. It's on Prime Audio. That's the Amazon uh, video. It's the Amazon streaming service, and uh, they must have put a bundle into this miniseries. Ooh. Yeah, you know, really, you know, the things we talk about, it's like doing your homework so you understand what we're talking about. Yeah. But if if you so anywhere there's a conspiracy theory, there's a little bit of truth because mm -hmm. many times conspiracies end up being the truth. Yeah. Well, here's without giving the plot away. I mean, the the basis of the story is uh, an organization called Citadel that is an international intelligence organization, spy organization, and then its uh, its enemy is something called Monocore. Which is yeah, something like yeah, that. Which is the bad guy's intelligence. But the thing is, it's like the CIA and uh, the KGB. And it's yeah. and uh, I guess when you watch this, you got it hit both of us when we watched it. There's more truth to this probably than would like to uh, believe. You know, it's it, there's a lot of there's a lot of real things going on in this in this mini-series. I'll just leave it at that. I'm, I'm trying not yeah, to give too much and, away without uh, without spoiling it for somebody who hasn't seen it. Citadel. If you like action, you like explosions, you like the, uh, the you know, just seeing things of, that, that really make sense, you go, well, that, that's actually happening. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know how, uh, no wonder this is going You'll, you, you'll, your eyes will open on it going, this is, like you said, uh, you know, uh, art imitating reality here. It just, yeah. it, um, well, it's, you, it's what it is. I got to tell you, I woke up this morning and I, I, you know, did my scan of the headlines and the news. And do you remember uh, the uh, young woman who claimed she was molested by uh, Joe Biden? Well, uh, I think she was, though. But yeah. okay, go ahead. Well, she, I, it was never truly, pr I mean, I believe she was, yes, but it was never really proved. I mean, they, they Biden kind of fluffed it off, and the media didn't follow up on it. Um, her name is Tara Reid. Mm -hmm. This lady has been saying recently, if anything happens to me, I'm not suicidal, and all roads lead back to Biden. 
Don't tell me. Do you know what she's done? No. What? She has filed for uh, asylum in Russia. She's trying. She's so afraid of living in this country under Biden. She's so afraid everywhere she goes. I guess she figures that she's being followed. I'm serious. Well, this is that's a page right out of the show. That's we right talked about exactly right. <laughs> yep. You know, and uh, yeah, we're we're not the. The Citadel in that show, just so you know, they're kind of the good guys because it starts out there are like six or eight yep. spy rings that do the dirty deeds of not just foreign nations, but the rich <laughs> for power yeah. and control. Yeah. So, well, boy, does that not smell like it does here. <laughs> Welcome to the WEF. Um, there's a lot uh, going on in this world, and, and the more the days and weeks progress, we see more of it. I mean, think about it. Would, would we have ever had somebody like Tara Reid seek asylum in Russia? But she has, I guess, I guess Snowden did for different yeah. reasons a few years ago, but we have Americans who are looking to be protected by Russia and they're being protected by Russia. I mean, Snowden is living a, a decent life in Russia because they have given him freedoms I mean, these are the things he should have gotten here. But what's happening yeah. here is the bad guys, I think, are uh, are running well, the operation. It's, you know, it's nice that people will welcome you. The government there, is it any better than ours? Uh, I'm not going to say it is. I'm not going to say it's not. They're probably, you know, there's some things. But it looks like, you know, they want to get some. They want to bring people over because, you know, everybody wants what we have. You know, and yeah. you look at the story right now with the immigrants coming across the border and they're trying to paint this nice picture, you know, for them, the American dream this, the American dream that. Unfortunately, um, you know, the American dream, there's, we don't have enough resources for everybody in the world to have the American dream. I was taking a walk yesterday and um, I got to be careful how I say this because it would come across as, uh, you know, um, Racist? Racist, because, okay. you know, somebody's walking along, you know, and they're sitting there talking to somebody on their earbud, you know, right. so they're and they're talking in a foreign language. I'm going, well, you know, it's obvious that they are. I wouldn't have really noticed it if they were talking English. But they were, they were oh, you know, we're a, we're, we're a melting pot. But no, this no, melting no. pot was founded on no. English language and English laws English, you know, all of our traditions, everything hey, about us was... When our ancestors came over, when your German ancestors came over... They learned... Uh, that's speak, right. They assimilated. You know, English. And the, the, the language of the world, because of our dominance, has been English. But yet now you've got people coming in here uh, at the behest of Joe Biden. Oh, you don't have to learn English. We'll adapt to you. Oh, that's your tradition? Yeah, we're going to make that a part of our culture. Mm. Well, you know, all of a sudden, you know, we're blurring who we are and what we are. And it's at some point in time, you know, there's not going to be enough of us left that you're coming over for the American dream. Well, we're we're throwing it out the window. It doesn't exist here anymore. Don't waste your time. Don't come here. It's going away. What if I told you they said uh, today that or yesterday that they expect by the time the new president gets into power, in our country in 2024, no matter who it is, we will have 40 million illegals in our country. 
think we already got million. it. You think we already have? I think we already have it. Well, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't. I don't know how we can come back from that. Uh, I, I think uh, it, by when you have a country of three hundred thirty million and forty million people come in and, and infiltrate, uh, I don't know how we come back from this. Unless if if Trump gets into power, he were to say uh, it is now illegal to hire an an illegal uh, alien. You know, you give them take away the economic incentive, take away the benefits and the incentive. And maybe give them one option. If you are illegal in this country, you have one option. The government will pay for one thing, and that's your return fare to your country. We will do that as a good nation. We will help you to go home. But other than that, it is illegal for you to work. It is illegal for your employer. If your employer hires you, you can be fined. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it, it, it would be an option, but... Uh, even with that, they'll probably a lot of them will probably ignore it. They'll well, be working. They'd ignore it, and you know what do you do with the people that were here, brought here under false pretenses and whatnot? You can't just sit there and punish them for it. Well, but, well, uh, Bill, you, you, if they're here illegally, you can get rid of them. I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's yes, I know what you're saying. They they came here thinking they were going to get uh, all these benefits. The Biden administration welcomed them, but if it's an illegal, if they would. If they were encouraging them to perform an illegal act, it's still an illegal act. Yeah. Anyway. Well, have you ever noticed how the Biden administration seems to, you know, here's a guy that can't find his pants in the morning to put him on, but yet, you know, he seems to get what he wants. Look at the uh, the, 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 new, the budget deal with, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Kevin. I got, I got a whole bunch of stuff on that this morning. I have... Um, I have uh, Representative Dan Bishop. Uh, he had uh, some things to say about it. This we now correct. know from, from Punchbowl, uh, from Jake Sherman's telling us the voting is going to start late in the afternoon, uh, and it will go all the way through, looks like, 8.30 or midnight. It'll probably be a long one. Um, intense. Make them pass it with Democrat votes. Make them do that. It, and so you might say, well, that sounds kind of like it doesn't really help. No, every Republican you can pull off of that gives life to the promise or the possibility that we can reinstitute somehow the dynamic we started with if we take McCarthy out whatever the path is but those republicans have to avoid being destroyed themselves by voting for this if they do they're gone and if we don't and if we leave a majority of republicans in support of this that they're going to be laughing all the way to the- it's going to be the uh, the democrats and rhinos voting for this uh, this budget because i think the True uh, conservatives, uh, the Republican conservatives like the Freedom Caucus, uh, they're they're incensed. As a matter of fact, I have audio from the Freedom Caucus. Listen. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for being here. Good afternoon to all of you. We're here to let you and the American people know that Speaker McCarthy had a mandate from the American people, negotiated. Uh, with a powerful negotiation position of a unified Republican Party, not only just in the House, but in the House and the Senate, to hold the line for the bill that we passed. This deal that we've heard about totally fails to deliver on all of it. If you want to get into the details, let's just start with the IRS. 80, you know, 87,000 new IRS agents, all the billions of dollars 
$1.4 billion cut leaving the balance, the balance to be used by the IRS immediately, starting at this moment, continuing in that at this moment, continuing on for the duration of this presidency. $4 trillion at least, an unlimited debt ceiling increase. Unlimited. Unlimited debt ceiling, and oh, by the way, puts the incoming president, whether that's Joe Biden or whether that's a Republican, having to deal with it in a lame duck session. Absolutely and completely unacceptable. Trillions and trillions of dollars in debt for crumbs, for a pittance, every single thing. Take the student debt bailout, the student loan forgiveness, Biden forgives, you pay. None of that changes. Take, take the, uh, the assault on American energy with the uh, so-called Inflation Reduction Act. All of those subsidies killing American energy continued unbridled. The permitting reform, all it does is seeks to increase and impose more of the Green New Deal faster on the American people. Faster. Now, at least, at least $4 trillion in debt for nothing from the strongest position a Republican has had generally and certainly our elective lifetime here and generally probably since we've been paying attention to politics. The speaker himself, the speaker himself has said on numerous occasions, the greatest threat to America is our debt. And now is the time to act. We had the time to act. And this deal, this deal fails fails completely. And that's why these members and others will be absolutely opposed to the deal and we will do everything in our power to stop it and end it now. And now with that, introduce the gentleman, Mr. Roy. And we have a few words from Chip Roy in a second, but you know, right. I loved, you know, when, when Kevin McCarthy went in to uh, buy a car, uh, I'll bet mm -hmm. they love seeing him walk in because they knew. And well, he walked in backwards with his uh, pants down. That's uh, you know, they knew they had a listen. Sale. My wife, when when we we buy cars, I keep my mouth shut because nobody negotiates a deal better than my wife. I mean, she she gets it as low as it can go. By the time we get the car, they're paying us to take it out of the lot. I mean, that's as, that's as good as it gets. Uh, yeah. McCarthy, well, you know, one of the things I'll just say in negotiating anything, mm -hmm. you got to be prepared to walk away. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, I don't need this thing. You need my business. So let's talk. You don't want to talk. Hey, it was nice talking to you. See you. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Chip Roy, is uh, he's known for his uh, passion in the House of Representatives. Here's what he said. My colleagues, be very clear. Not one Republican should vote for this deal. It is a bad deal. No one sent us here to borrow an additional $4 trillion to get absolutely nothing in return. But at best, if I'm being really generous, a spending freeze for a couple of years. That's it. That's about what you get. And frankly, you're going to make things worse. And my Democratic colleagues know it. That's why they're supporting it. Mm -hmm. That's why they're going around gleeful. Like, there's a reason our Democrat colleagues support this. There's a reason that Mitt Romney supports this. There's a reason that Bill Kristol supports this. It's all the same stuff. There's a reason that our conservative allies are opposing it roundly. The Club for Growth, scoring against it. The Heritage Foundation, scoring against it. Freedom Works, scoring against it. 
Ron DeSantis, publicly opposed. President Trump said he thought we should default rather than pursue this kind of lunacy. At the end of the day, the only person that would default in this town is Joe Biden, unless Republicans default on the American dream by voting for this bad bill. That is why this group will oppose it. We will continue to fight it today, tomorrow, and no matter what happens, there's going to be a reckoning about what just occurred unless we stop this bill by tomorrow. Representative Chip Roy. And finally, one small clip in this. All right. This was maybe uh, the most interesting clip of the whole afternoon yesterday. This, too, is from the Freedom Caucus. Listen very carefully. Thank you, Perry. Jack Smith from Epoch Times. Um, were the bill to go forward, would you file a motion to vacate the chair? Look, we are focused. I'll let each member speak for themselves. But for me, I am focused on defeating this bill. What happens post that and the agreements that we have, we will decide once we de- we've determined the disposition of this bill and its finality. Yes, ma'am. What they are not, uh, they're not saying no to right now is vacating the chair. That means getting McCarthy out of there, removing him as speaker. Exactly. I've already heard that. I heard it over the weekend and I was going, you know, in one way, I'm sitting there going, that's a great thing to do. But, you know, that shows that we got a Congress divided on the right side. And if we can't, well, we should have. Here's what you got to do, friends. You got to sit there. We got to hold the Congress, you know, coming up next year. But mm-hmm. we've got to sit there and, and, and say, rhino, 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 rhino. Let's get rid of the rhinos and replace them with the right kind of Republicans. But, you know, they're attacking them any way they can. They'll, they'll go after them for false valor and then not have any proof about it. Mm-hmm. Or they'll go after them, well, you know, 20 years ago uh, when you were a teenager, you were a punk and, uh, you know, you got in a bar fight. You know, well, these people that are accusing them got the same past. We're talking about here and now. You know, when you grow, you grow older and you grow more mature and responsible, we hope. Well, you'd like to think so, but uh, sometimes I look at some of these people in Washington, and I, I, never I, I think up. to myself, how did they ever get into their positions? Some of them, I swear, don't seem to have any kind of education. Some of them don't even have street smarts, and yet they're representatives in the House of Representatives. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, maybe that's a weakness of a of a. Uh, a republic like ours, you know? Yeah, it is. Well, you heard about uh, Ashley Babbitt's mom arrested. Yeah, over the I weekend. did. Yeah. At the, you know, where they're, they're jailing all the, the, the January 6th protesters out yeah. there doing uh, a protest. And then, you know, one of the uh, one of the Antifa people uh, called, uh, what is it, Anarchy Princess. That's, that's their name. So with that nickname alone, you know, yeah. you know that this is a person that comes up and gets in your face. And the whole nine yards. Now, if you've ever had anybody that just sits there and antagonizes, and I know you are, but what am I? Nah, 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 and they're in your face all the time. Sooner or later, you're going to pop them. <laughs> well, Ashley's mom popped them. But, and therefore, she got arrested but you for know, assault. The thing is, the assault and battery is the popping. Going up and invading somebody's space technically is the assault. So the person who should have been charged should have been the anarchist. But there's an update. Uh, Ashley Babbitt's mom was released like well, shortly thereafter. Yeah, 
Yeah, but the you know the whole event was handled wrong. I mean, the 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 police went up. They probably should have detained both of them and sorted it out. You know, because yeah. the protester and look, when you're talking about Antifa, Antifa, the mention of this person being a part of Antifa, that alone, in and of itself, they have no purpose hey, but to get in your face think and of, disrupt. Think of what the the left has done. They have made MAGA. Nazis in in the past two years, they've mm-hmm. they're they're successfully conflating Nazism to MAGAism, you know. So they're making good people in America who believe in making it better. They're making them the villains. In the same in the same breath, they're ignoring they're ignoring the terrorists, the anarchists who burn cities to the ground. A, you know, good sections of the city to the ground. I, I think of Minneapolis, for example, beautiful city. Oregon. And, yeah. Uh, Seattle, Washington, uh, place Portland, Oregon. Uh, these places have all suffered under these uh, these people, and they get nothing. There's mm-hmm. no there's no consequence. Yeah, well, yeah, so they keep going. But, you know, they're they're actually becoming heroes, uh, you know, vigilantes for the yeah. left. Well, um, I, I, I think that'll change if Trump gets in. But, you know, I remember what K.T. McFarlane, remember K.T. McFarlane? She was yes, an advisor to Trump. Remember what she said last week. We now have black and white evidence that the FBI interfered in the 2016 election. And then when they failed to get their candidate elected, Hillary Clinton, then they just set out to destroy the Trump administration. So then go back, go up to 2020. It was the CIA this time that got involved in the 2020 election with those 51 former intel agents who talked about the Hunter Biden laptop as total Russian disinformation. So they've gotten away with it for two elections. They're for sure going to get away with it, try to get away with it in 24, right? Because there's no consequence. The difference is in 2024, the evidence is there. We now have the Durham investigation. We have all the congressional investigations. There is now hard evidence that there was election interference by the U.S. intelligence agencies and the Department of Justice. They've got to be terrified. Those individuals have to be terrified that a Republican president comes in in the 2024 election with a Republican attorney general, investigates them in charge charges them all with the crimes they've committed over the last eight years. Well, we'll see about that. You're right. There are questions around these elections because of this interference. Do you think there will be election interference then in 24? Take it to the bank. They will absolutely interfere wow. in 2024. We're not sure how, but they will absolutely interfere, not only because they're not going to like whoever the Republican candidate is, but because they're going to protect their own hides. That's why they're, they were talking to their own people, and the whistleblowers have brought this up, that they were told, don't put anything on paper, just tell us orally. They right. knew that they were doing stuff wrong. They knew that they yeah. were going to be liable for prosecution. Yeah, it's, it's too bad. I wish the media were more curious about all of this. Unfortunately, the media takes the narrative of the Democrat Party and runs with it and then tries to cancel anybody who's not on board. Well, they're in the same position. They, they can't possibly admit they were wrong. 
because that sort of cuts under it, it just undercuts their whole reason for being so they're going to continue to have the fake narrative and they're going to continue to cover up and pretend that nothing bad went on i mean they're all in it together this is what the terrible thing is these people are selling the country they're just selling us out not only to yeah. foreign leaders but they're they're interfering in our elections they're tearing up the constitution why because they want to protect their jobs they want to protect their ratings it just it terrible. just is I never thought I would be this upset about how anybody in the government was performing, but this is just a gut punch to the American people. It, it really is, and it's because you're a patriot. You don't want to see this kind of injustice. I agree with you. KT, it's good to see you. Thank you. Boy, she uh, she kind of summed it up pretty well, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She uh, did, but you know what? I, I, I will offer this uh, bone, and I don't know if it's a good bone or not, but you know what we're talking about here in the United States and all the bad that's going on, going on in Australia. It's going on in England. It's mm. going on in most of the other uh, democracies around the yeah, world. Misery it, loves company. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just, well, what I'm saying is governments are the tool of the rich and we are just their puppets. And that's all we've ever been unless we do something about it. And I don't know that you can, I, but do the, you, you think, Bill, try. Bill, do you think that we can just expect another normal election to take place and expect a different result? No, I, I, I think, to be honest with you, my gut is is that the way it is right now, uh, the Republican Party, I don't know that it's going to hold. You know, we should grow in the House, and maybe we will, but right now, the way it's divided... Uh, we've got some cleanup to do before we can even take hold uh, and and have uh, control. I mean, of, for the people and by the people. Uh, I just I just don't think the system is um, it's corrupt. Is is has been fixed? Uh, I do think there was corruption in 2020. I think there was attempted corruption in 2016. I think the midterm elections we've had have been corrupt. I mean. Listen, we have we had John Fetterman, John Fetterman mm -hmm. from the state of Pennsylvania. He was elected to the Senate in favor of a moderate or middle of the road Republican uh, who was a learned man, a cardiologist, a very successful guy, world renowned, known for his medical work and for his television work. I mean, a guy who should have walked in and won with no problem at all, but. It was held in Pennsylvania, and if you follow the 2020 election and saw the the blatant corruption in Philadelphia and in Pittsburgh, then you know it was not a fair election. No, we instead voted in a guy who was articulate like this guy. Listen, is is it staggering? Is it a staggering responsibility that uh, that the, the head of a bank could literally could literally crash our economy? It's astonishing. That's like if you have, I mean, like, uh, and and they also realize is that 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 now they have it's in a guaranteed a guaranteed way to be saved by no again by no matter no by by, by how, you know. So it, it's it's you know, isn't it appropriate that the those kinds of the, this kind of control should be more stricter to prevent this kind of thing from going? Or should we just go on and start bailing and sailing whoever bank, regardless of how how their their conduct is? 
And I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, the Republicans want to give a, a work requirement for SNAP, you know, for a, 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 a hungry family has to, to have these this kind of penalties or these some kinds of word working uh, requirements. Shouldn't you have a working requirement after we sell your bank with billions of your bank? Because they seem to be more pre preoccupied uh, when than SNAP uh, and requirements for works for hungry people, but not about protecting the tax, the taxpayers, you know, that will bail no matter whatever does about a bank to crash it. Now, mind you that he's not sure. standing up on the podium alone. He's surrounded by other Democratic senators who, by the time he's finishing speaking, instead of all of them looking at the audience, they're, they're all they were all kind of looking over at, at John, and, and, and John was giving it his best shot. I mean, the guy's had a stroke. But, you know, he's, right. he's given up, by the way, on trying to look like a, a senator. You know, that, that, that lasted for oh, about no, 20 minutes. in shorts and, yes, yes. Uh, you know, and a, hoodie. a hoodie and everyone else in a, in a coat and tie. There's Fetterman yes. looking like, uh, uh, you know, an can oversized I, Can I take Fester. your garbage can? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Fester in the uh, in DC, and you know they're talking. Well, you know the the joke is, but it's probably not a joke. You know uh, they're going to run Biden for president. Fetterman, it's a no brainer. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not funny. God forgive. God forgive Bill for saying that. Um, but anyway, that's that's the kind of guy who legitimately won in the state of Pennsylvania. Don't kid yourself. Do not kid yourself. I mean. For saying that, there are some social platforms that will become incensed, and some of them even pull the plug on your programming because they figure that it's uh, uh, it's it's wrong think, it's wrong think to be doing that kind of stuff on on their airwaves. You know, uh, there used to be freedom of the press, freedom mm -hmm. to say what you believed, but it, it really uh, it's being stretched. In this country, that freedom is being really stretched to the limit. Um, I, I don't think we're going to have an honest election in 2024. I don't know how a guy like Donald Trump, who's a, I, I think is a very smart guy, I don't know how he can think that things are going to be fine in 2024 and he's going to be elected uh, with an overwhelming number of votes. Even if he gets, let's say he got 80 million last time around, let's say he gets 90 million this time around. I think that's enough. I think the other side will get a uh, hundred million. Yeah. And if you do a true audit, you know, the, well, they're not going to let you to do a true audit. Right. It's number one, because then you'll find out that, uh, you know, the, the, the votes that got them over the line weren't real votes. The corrupt court systems will say you have no standing like they did in well, 2020. Like, like in Arizona, you know, there, there was, uh, uh, Carrie Lake, they was sitting there going, we got the bombshell because here they did not verify these votes. And they're going, oh, yeah, they did. You know, they they verified them in uh, three seconds, 170,000. They showed a guy there or a gal that uh, whatever it was, they were sitting there verifying the votes. And they had a stack of some 30,000 votes that that person physically, physically yeah. verified in 1.9 seconds. Of course. How the blank do you do that? You can't. It's impossible, but unless but you're cheating. Judge, unless yeah, you're cheating. but a judge says, yeah, yeah, there you go. You know, that 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 would be me picking up a stack and, and going. And fanning it. Verified. Verified. No. Verified. It's, it's you taking it like a deck of cards and fanning them. 
you know? That's it. Well, if I fanned a deck of cards, they'd be all over the place, but that's a whole different thing. (laughs) But that's, you're right. Yeah, it's like fanning a deck of cards. You know, it's, yeah, it was trick, trick of the eye. And and it's not even a trick. You know, you you knew they were cheating. Everybody knows. That judge knows, but the judge is a Democrat. Soros appointed. Oh, no, 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 that's verification. Now, if it was a Republican vote that won, we have to go through that individually. Make sure every vote counts. It's important. You know, I don't know what Kevin McCarthy was thinking when he, by the way, um, when he he wanted a deal. That's all there was. He wanted a deal, to, and he yeah. But you know, it, 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 it has hit the fan. It has hit the fan. People, people are looking at this like, like uh, what they see it for what it is. They see it as a non-starter, it, a bad deal. They well, see that it really He's got to own it. He's how do you negotiate? It, so. How do you negotiate a deal? With a guy as quote diminished as uh, Joe Biden and lose the deal, how if you're a smart guy do you do you sit down for any length of time with a guy who is uh, you know they call him his nickname Dementia Joe, mm-hmm. uh, and yet Dementia Joe beats you at the negotiation? I don't know how well, that Nancy, happens. Well, I think Nancy uh, Mace uh, said it best. She said that uh, apparently uh, the Republicans got uh, outsmarted uh, by a president who can't find his pants. Well, now he's trying to... Uh, and Schumer pit- loves it, you know. Now he's trying to pivot. McCarthy's trying to pivot to another story. He's trying to take uh, attention away from the, the debt ceiling and the budget to Christopher Ray. You know, yesterday was a deadline. He had to deliver a document that was subpoenaed by Congress, and Christopher Ray literally flipped Congress the proverbial fickle finger, you know, like up yours. So now to, t- to sound tough, this is what McCarthy said. Comer subpoenaed the document that he's requested. We have jurisdiction over the FBI, which they seem to act like we do not. I personally called uh, Director Ray and told him he needs to send that document. Today is the deadline. So let me not just tell you, let me tell Director Christopher Ray right here, right now. If he misses the deadline today, I am prepared to move contempt charges in Congress against him. We have jurisdiction over this. He can send us that document. We have the right to look at that. Republicans and Democrats alike in that committee. And if he does not follow through with the law, we will move contempt charges against Christopher Ray and the you FBI. Know what he says, they Mr. are not Speaker. above the law. You know, that sounds like tough talk, you know. I'm going to move contempt. That's talk. You know, uh, uh, Eric Holder, who was the... Mm-hmm. Uh, Actions speak louder than words. Yeah, he was the attorney general, I think, under uh, Obama. And right. he was held in contempt of Congress. Nothing happened to him. Zero. See, well, here's what you do. You know, the the guy is not uh, he's not going by the subpoena. Uh, I would I would quit talking to him. I wouldn't even answer reporters. I would go ahead and arrest the bastard. Yeah, go I ahead would. I would then, send the Capitol Police over to his office and arrest and, him and arrest him. Contempt exactly. of court. Yep. You uh, know, I mean that that happens. I mean, somebody could sit there and be, you know, uh, written up for a parking ticket. Now, you got to appear in court for this thing, you know, and you don't. You know what they do? They come get your butt. That's you and I. That's you and well, I. That's, that's me. I know that's that the for average, a fact. <laughs> that's the average American talking. But these guys, they act like they're above the law. 
The yeah. law doesn't. The law is for thee, not for me. You know. Mm. Yeah, they get you. Um. Anyway, I I, I don't know uh, whether uh, Mr. McCarthy's bark has any bite. I, I have my doubts. Uh, I think he talks a good talk, but. Okay, even if he did follow through on this, which I have my uh, suspicions he won't, he caves. You know, he might be a, you know, a Republican, but only in name because he's going to cave, you know, because he grew up with these Democrats out in California. And, you know, this, he didn't get into office by accident on the Republican side. That's an insurance plan. So um, where do you think it goes? Do you think that uh, anything happens to Christopher Ray, or do you think it's just smoke? I think it's smoke. I don't think, you know, because if we were going to pull the trigger, we had the opportunity to do it a while back, and we definitely have the opportunity right now. So prove your loyalty to the right, your conviction to the right. I shouldn't say loyalty, your conviction to the right, to do the right thing. And the right thing is, he is... He's ignored the subpoena. He had a deadline. He passed the deadline. Then you're going to be arrested. Yeah. I don't know how entrenched this uh, this system is in our government. I mean, there's so much corruption, in my opinion. I think it runs deep. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how we uh, can extricate ourselves from this. I think that mm -hmm. they are so, so deep. When they call it the deep state, they don't say deep for no reason. I think it's... Uh, entrenched way down into the the roots of our country now and it's been that it's been intentionally planted and and cultivated over decades uh going back probably to uh the maybe the the 50s the 40s um it's it's just uh, unbelievable and i don't know how you clean it up i mean trump if, if with all of his intentions i don't know how he, even if he gets into power i don't know how he's able to pull out those rotten roots do you know I, well i don't know how you do either but you know we're, you know the republicans uh you know and with our existence in the, the house right now they're standing on shifting sands by a raging deep river of the democrats kind of like the mississippi river if you yeah. ever lived along there you know yeah. and the, people go oh there's a lot of you know the the rivers resided there's a lot of beach and they go out. You don't want to get too close because the water is yeah. under that and it shifts. And there's people that just all of a sudden go out there and oh, wasn't in the and the river takes them away. Yeah, you know. And that's the same thing these Republicans are. They're they're too close to the deep. You know, the deep. How do you there. fix a country in this situation? How do you fix it? We got to clean it out. Start all over again. We've got to clean house. I don't know how you do it without the help of, like, uh, I, I don't want to sound conspiracy. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But here's the thing. You know, if you're a Democrat going, no, 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 quit listening to your side. And if you have to, quit listening to our side. Listen to your convictions, your heart, and what you really believe, and take a look at both sides and see who's doing what. When you see that they're not doing what you put them there to do, then it is your obligation to get them the hell out of there. And you you have the opportunity that every two years you can change Congress like you change your underwear every day. Get rid of them. Well, I'd like to think that we have that power, but I, I look around and I, I see uh, so much that's being done uh, in our name 
when when it was somebody like Tara Reed, a, a young woman who was abused by a a perverted po- politician who now is the president of the United States, and she's so afraid of of this country right now, of the United States of America. She's afraid uh, of being hurt. She said, if anything happens to me, all roads lead to Biden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, she literally is is seeking asylum in Russia, but she does it, I'm sure, because they've let her believe that if you come over here, we'll protect you. We'll keep you yeah. safe. You know, Joe cornered her in a room and put, threw her up against the wall and was he digitized her. Best yeah. way to do. And when she fought him, he goes, well, hey, man. I was told you wanted me. Who told you that, Joe? You know, did, hey, listen, was did you see the picture of did... him this this uh, past weekend at a graduation? Do you see the picture of him? He's in a cap no. and gown. And oh. and he's literally he looks like he's and I don't mean to sound perverted. He, he looks like he's fondling himself on the stage. Well, I think he does. I, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Um Speaking of, uh, you know, a lot of people were doing ceremonies over the weekend, including, uh, oh, what's her name, uh, McCain? Oh, really? Is he? She, she did, she did the uh, what was it, the commencement speech or whatever it was, whatever they oh, do. Oh, Cheney, Liz Cheney, you mean? Liz, Liz Cheney, Cheney, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Liz Cheney, couldn't remember her name. Uh, anyway, she, uh, she did that. The students took their chairs that. and turned it around yes. back to her. <laughs> And they, and they had uh, on top of their uh, mortars, you know, that's that square yeah. thing, the square hat they wear at graduation. On the top of it, they put signs like, uh, don't come here with your hate, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they, they were really ticked off at the uh, administration for bringing her in as the as the speaker. Somebody but thought that tells you idea. how woke the schools are. You know, um, I was reading this interesting story. Left-wing left extremism is linked to toxic, psychopathic tendencies and narcissism, according to a new study published to the peer-reviewed journal Current Psychology. Based on existing research, we expected individuals with higher levels of left-wing authoritarianism to also report higher levels of narcissism. As a result of the new data, study uh, authors Anne Crispence and Alex Bertrams have coined a new term for such psychological behavior. It's called the dark ego vehicle principle. According to this principle, individuals with dark personalities, such as high narcissism and psychopathic traits, are attracted to certain forms of political and social activism, which they can use as a vehicle to satisfy their own ego-focused needs instead of actually aiming at social justice and equality. That means that when you see a lot of these left-wing uh, liberals out there, you know, passionately uh, screaming or throwing rocks at the police and stuff like that, they're not doing it necessarily for the politics. They're doing it because they're narcissists and psychopaths who are venting. They found a way to vent to, by getting involved with these left-wing organizations. And, mm-hmm. and that was from the Current Psychology, uh, which is a peer-reviewed journal. Yeah. Kind of well, interesting. Well, you know what? I saw Mulvaney's picture in the news again. 
But it's not something Mulvaney did. You know, there's a new list of, you know, we know Target's gone woke. Yeah. All these companies gone woke. The one that I would have never believed is getting ready to get a tax probably this week or this weekend. Chick-fil-A. Oh, you got to be kidding. No, you're Unbelievable. Not, because Chick-fil-A is a Christian-held company. Yeah, they close on Sunday. They close on Sundays. All right, here's the reason they're going to be targeted. Are you re- You're sitting down. Oh, right? I am sitting stand down. Stand up so you can sit back right. down for this. Hang on a second. Apparently, okay. oh, there, there you go. Now, you. apparently Chick-fil-A has hired mm-hmm. a VP of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh, gag me. <laughs> How stupid is that? Do you know, but this goes back to what we talked about earlier this uh, week. We mentioned that there is an organization which is being funded by by Soros, one of Soros's yeah. organizations. And this organization uh, started up a few years ago, a couple of years ago, and they are like a ranking, a ranking system for the woke businesses. Right. So they will they will go out to a business and say, hey, Target, uh, how's your such and such rank? Well, we don't really pay much attention. Well, you better because you know if we start uh, giving you a bad rating, you're going to go down in the uh, in, in the polls. You're going to lose business. Now, this is the one thing I would say in this uh, this story of Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Even though it was on MSN, all right. The simple fact is, I have no way of verifying that because I have no but you know no insides into Chick Fil A or anything like like that or the corporate mm-hmm. hierarchy. But it's family owned. And I would find it hard to believe that they would do something stupid like that. And so I haven't seen it anywhere a... else, Bill. Usually you see it all over the place. Right. You know? No, it, it cropped up yesterday. And I said, well, you know what? We'll talk about it. But the, you don't go and boycott them because there's a story. Because th- there have been, in, in some scenarios, nine times out of ten, a story comes out. And it was put out there to defame and hurt, uh, i.e. Trump stories that you hear that, that you know later on were proven wrong. Oh, yeah. You know, but the damage has been done. Now, that could be here. It is newsworthy to say, yeah, they've been accused of it. You know, now it's up to them to sit there and now that they've been accused and to get the word out to say, no, we have not got that position here and we would not do that and double down on it. And then we would double down on, yeah, it's it's fake. So I, you know, I'm on the fence on this. I don't know. If they did it, it's stupid. If they didn't do it, then there's a prime example of that, uh, the the those people that you're just talking about, because that's what they do. They make up crap as they go along. So I, I don't know. If I heard really not. I heard one of these lunatics, uh, yeah, an, an audio clip, and I should try to find it and maybe I can play it sometime this week. She she comes out and says, uh, the the interviewer says to her, "Well, science says that there are only two genders, male and female, and you're saying that you don't believe that." And she came on and says, "I don't give a s about uh, science. I don't care." And we, you know, I mean, they are not. They're denying science. They are yeah. denying. You know, for years they said, they "Follow love science." Oh, yeah, the science follow the says, science. No, no, we don't care about science. The environment. Follow the science. Nonsense. Only when it's good. For, only when it's good for them. Follow the science. I got to read you this, Bill. Speaking of woke companies. Mm-hmm. Um, it says uh, the puberty and confidence guide for everyone, which clearly isn't for everyone, features a section on menstru- menstruation. Uh, this is from Procter and Gamble. 
If you know anyone developing bodies with female sex organs, and if you uh, you call them that, uh, Procter & Gamble has a guide that will uh, make a perfect gift. As noted by the Daily Mail, P&G brand Always, you know the Always brand, they make pads for women, has mm-hmm. produced puberty kits containing pads and panty liners for school children. Also included, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a 22-page manual for young humans soon to be excreting crimson from their bodies. They don't want to say blood. They don't want to say young women. They are trying desperately to be relevant, Procter & Gamble, by putting together this puberty and confidence guide for everyone. Uh, It is going to the point, by the way, of insanity. You know, what I don't understand, why there are companies out there who are have decided to go against this and say, hey, folks, if you expected us to be old-fashioned and believe there's male and female, we are. You know, literally promote the fact that if you want a comfort place, come to us. We haven't changed. And, 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 and stand up to the organizations that are trying to force this down our society's throat, this nonsense. Okay, but Procter & Gamble, can you believe that? A company as big as P&G, maybe that's one of the reasons why they figure they can be this way, because they have so much of the market, they they have so much in the bank, so much money, they can do whatever the heck they want to do, and we'll just have to take it, you know? Well, you know, you think about that with Budweiser, you think about that with Target, you think about that with all the companies that are doing what they're doing, okay, What are you going to replace them with? They got a monopoly. You might get mad and their shares go down, but then they're going to come right back up because Budweiser, are they afraid of Miller? Miller does it too. So, you know, you go right on down the line. The only one is Yingling, and I'm waiting to hear them say, well, we got a diversity coach now. You know, it's like. But actually, they're they're actually kind of promoting. They're one of the companies that they're kind of saying we're we're still the same old beer you've, you've grown to love, Yingling beer, you know. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that, uh, they're one of the oldest brands of beer in the country. Which yeah. Is, but is, I, how many breweries do they have? You know, it says Anheuser-Busch, the InBev market value has collapsed by a massive $15.7 billion since Bud Light's partnership with transgender activist and influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Now they're trying to walk it back in, and now they're trying to say, well, we only made one can. <laughs> we only made one can. It was I like thought a I custom- saw a picture of a six-pack of it somewhere. Well, well, they're only saying one can, and that was for Dylan. Now they're saying, uh, gee, we didn't really sell it. You know, we just made a can. You know, know, uh, yeah, they're lying through their teeth. You know how much (laughs) it would cost them to do a one-off, a one-off can? I'm sure sure it's a lot cheaper to do one can than to lose $15 billion. (laughs) Yeah, that can actually did cost them $15 billion. (laughs) That's a good investment That is the most expensive can? Unbelievable. Well, when they get past this, just think the cost of uh, Budweiser that you're going to be paying to drink it again. I'll never touch the stuff, not because, uh, because they're stupid. And they're liars, so eh, forget them. You know, Gavin Newsom, the uh, governor of California, good old Gavin Newsom, uh, for the longest time, everyone thought he was going to be like the, the lead Democratic candidate for the presidency in 2024. But, you know, now like Robert Kennedy Jr. is out there 
with, would you believe, over 20% of the people who are on the Democratic side already in his camp? Uh, but Newsom, he had this remark. Let's see if I can find it about the, the Target. It says, uh, CEO of Target, Brian Cornell, selling out the LGBTQ plus community to extremists mm-hmm. is a real profile in courage, he said sarcastically. This isn't just a couple of stores in the South. Uh, there is a systemic attack on the gay community happening across the country. Wake up, America. This doesn't stop here. Gavin Newsom. This guy is, talk about an empty suit with nothing between his ears. It's that guy. How he could be governor is beyond me. Well, I know how he became governor. It gets back to what we were saying a, a little while ago about uh, a corrupt system. When you look back and you realize that Newsom's father was in politics and grandfather and their cousins were related and the Pelosi's worked with the family and all these people are interconnected and you know it's corruption. It's like it's like a mob of politicians, you know, an underworld of politicians that have just taken control. They got pre- precincts in their in their power. Hey, what do we need? We need how many votes in Ward so and so? No problem. I got Charlie Jones over there. I'll let him know. We'll have him. That's the kind of stuff that's happening all the time in government right now, and it's got to stop. You know, when President Trump says same day you vote with paper ballots, it's you you have people watching the polls, so you see there's no stuffing the ballots and. That's it, just like they do in France. Uh, And and when you hear people on the left saying, oh, no, you can't do that. You have to go three, four, five days now. So what? It's it's mind-boggling to hear the left talk. They're trying to make the abnormal in so many areas of our society. They're trying to make the abnormal normal. Mm. And they're trying to demonize and minimize what has been normal in our country for centuries. I mean, our, our, our founders, uh, the people who put together the Constitution, who signed uh, the Declaration of Independence, these people, they would be, they would be uh, uh, aghast at what has become of this great country that they fought so hard to put together. They put their their lives on the line, their families' lives on the line. Many of them were rich men who, by the time the Revolutionary War was over, they were broke. They had nothing. All of their fortunes were gone, but they figured it was worth it because we had such a great country, and we don't have it anymore. We do not have it thanks to evil, corrupt bastards. Pardon my French. Yeah, but, you know, wars are really created by the rich to get richer. So, really, what are we fighting for? The old thing from the hippies that are now in charge because they're fighting for wealth, too, you know? And it's at yours and my behest. We have a guy like Lindsey Graham sitting down with Zelensky saying, you know, uh, uh, and the Russians are dying. Uh, Best money we ever spent or whatever the heck he said. What What a weasel. And you don't expect Russians to get upset about what Lindsay said. Now, the Democrats, this is an interesting story. They're panicked by the possibility of a third party, the No Labels Party, which I've heard of because they believe yeah. now the Democrats are saying, well, that'll make room for Trump to run over everything because it's going to divide up the rhinos and the Democrats. You know, and there is a big moderate base 
of Democrats. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just there's enough that could strip them down to their underwear and they'll be exposed as, for what they are. I think it's too late this election for a new party. For them to have anything. an effect. Yeah. Well, they would have to have a major uh, candidate, but what they would need is a big influx of money. And that's where Trump's going to have a problem because, you know, if he gets the Republican endorsement, which I think, still think is questionable because they keep, you know, if, if anything's thrown out there as a negative against a candidate that is actually winning in their district, uh, they'll withhold the money and then it goes to a Democrat. You know, the, the, you know, the Republican Party is, is the, well, what, it's Romney's daughter. They're stupid. It's Romney's niece. Niece. niece? Okay, yeah. niece. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, it's it's a family. It's a Romney either yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, but, you know, you know she's going to have the same uh, ideas and uh, philosophies that, uh, you know, dear old uncle has. Well, so, you can just look at look at the last election. The last mm-hmm. election, the midterms. There were, there were elections, there were different candidates in different regions who should have won if they and they would have won if they had the support of the National Republican Party and the money. But for some unknown reason, Rona McDaniels, Romney, Romney McDaniels, she withheld the funds from these candidates. It was like she didn't want these MAGA candidates to be successful. I think about the guy who ran for uh, uh, politics in New Hampshire. He should have won. I can't think of his name. He was a former admiral or general, and he didn't win because they didn't put any money in his campaign. Well, you know, here's an interesting question for uh, Miss McDaniels, uh, and that is that now if I'm a politician, uh, the money I raise and doesn't get used or spent, uh, apparently I get to keep, but if I misappropriate money from my political campaign, I'm held accountable. How does that work for her? In other words, she goes, no, nah, we're not going to put money into that campaign. No, we're not going to put money into that campaign. What happens to that money? Does Are they getting fat from it? You know, I, yeah. yeah they, I mean, some people, you got to wonder why some people are running for president. And you know darn well they have to know if, they are, if they're conscious that they haven't got uh, a shot in the world, right? I mean, I, I look at guys like Perry... Perry Johnson, is that his name? The guy who's mm. he's running ads on uh, Newsmax. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like a smart guy. He probably had a lot of success up in Michigan. He's a businessman. Uh, and maybe he has some great policies, but he's unknown. He's really and truly unknown. He's about uh, Biden's age. No, he's not. He's probably between, uh, he's probably closer to Trump's age, uh, but he's got a lot of. Uh, vitality, his ads are great, but he hasn't got a chance to win. Perry Johnson, I think his name is. Do you know I'm talking uh, about? Have you seen? I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. I'm yeah, sitting and, here writing down a note here for a, and, an end thing. And, and I think to myself, uh, I don't understand why uh, these guys are in, and it's because some of them are going to make a, a ton of money by raising donations to the campaign. Let's say they raise $10 million or $20 million and they only use five. That means there's $15 million left. Well, after all the bills are paid, where does that money go? I think it goes to the candidate. I think it's an income to the candidate. I think yeah. he can hang on to it. He is, he's not, you don't send it back to the people and you don't have to give it to any organization. So I think that what the balance goes to you. So some people literally make money by 
by campaigning. Just by, running. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could run for a local office, get a bunch of money and not win the dang, dang thing. And if it's in your coffers, it becomes yours. Yeah. Now, what happens to the money that's in the Republican coffers? Do they can sit there, the people that are in charge of it? Uh, they're not candidates, but they have administrative salaries, consulting salaries, and this salary and that salary. I need to look good on camera salaries so they can sit there and take all that money and siphon it away. Well, we've done it again, my friend. Another program, I looked at the clock on the wall, and, and we've, uh, we've run out of the clock, as they would say. Um, a lot of things happening. I, I would be uh, on the lookout for what happens with that uh, subpoenaed document in the FBI and Congress. Are they going to mm -hmm. go ahead and try to arrest Ray? or What's going to happen? Are, are they going to uh, uh, try to uh, put him in jail? I, I doubt it. I don't know. We'll be talking about this story tomorrow. We'll be talking about it. Uh, you know, all the way through the week, you know, and weekend show too, because I, are they going to arrest him yet? You know, they're not going to, they're just going to sit there. It's going to go on and on. And, uh, the Democrats will get away with another one because all they got to do is protect Joe, um, just until the next election. Now, Trump, it's a different story. Let's go ahead and take every piece of dirt that we can fabricate and throw it at him. And nobody's talking about the, uh, the, uh, explosive uh, fertilizer that, that has, we talked about last yeah. week. Was it two weeks Ammonium ago? Ammonium nitrate, it's out there, 60,000 pounds, uh, 30 tons of this stuff out there. Uh, nobody is saying a word. It's not in the news. It's like it's not a big deal. Well, it is a big deal, friends, because a one ton took down the Muir building in Oklahoma in mm -hmm. 1995, and uh, this. There's uh, a lot more of it out there right now floating around our country, and they don't know where it is. And they had a two-week head start before they realized that it had been stolen. So, I mean, God knows well, it where it is. 30 tons, right? Yeah, 30 tons, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 30 tons. Also, uh, another big story to look out for, uh, Belarus. They announced uh, that anybody who sides with Russia becomes a nuclear power. I didn't mm -hmm. realize that. It, it, I, just, I saw this story yesterday. It, what they're saying in Belarus is, look at it, you're in Russia's side, they'll give you nukes. They'll give you nukes to play with. So, uh, man, it's getting dangerous out there, folks. It really is. You know, and uh, Elksy, the uh, refinery in uh, Russia, which has been attacked before by the Ukraine because it's right across the border. I guess there's a river there or something. They flew a couple of drones again overnight and uh, hit it, you know, so... It's a refinery for Russia, and Russia has oil. They've got a lot of it, but they're yeah. used to this plant getting hit all the time. And you know those drones did not get manufactured uh, by the Ukraine. They came from the United States, and they're sophisticated drones. So who's winning that war there? In the but, meantime, uh, in the meantime, we're being led by this guy. <laughs> Love it. Uh, not really, folks, but close enough. Actually, this is what he sounds like. Calvert, Representative Calhoun. I should be coming out here, McCollum. Uh, and I want to thank you all. <laughs> he hey, who are, the two, uh, who are the two tough guys in movies? The two you know? tough guys in movies. Uh, well, there's, there's Al Pacino. Who's the other guy? Uh, uh, Robert De Niro. Of course, Robert De Niro, not too long ago. Uh, announced that he is a father to be at seventy what nine seventy nine yeah yeah good for this him twenty seven year old woman and of course he came out what uh, just the past couple of days that Al Pacino I think he's what eighty three something like that mm -hmm. the twenty nine year old wife 
God, they got God a baby bless on him. Wait until he did get up at 3 in the morning to uh, <laughs> to feed the baby. He's going to get up at 3 in the morning to uh, feed the baby? I think not. She... <laughs> but you know what? She can just say, just hand me your wallet, Al. Hand me your wallet. You <laughs> know? You got to love it. These guys are nuts. Hey, friends, have yourself a great day. Enjoy your Wednesday. And with a little bit of luck, we'll do it again tomorrow, my friend. You stay well. Uh, we'll be here tomorrow, and I'm sure we'll have more to talk about. Take care, Bill. See ya. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?